Here. Are you on Cesera? Boingo, boingo. Eddie! Eddie! <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's right. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> what the hell? I bought a silver! And I got bags! Oh, you got bags too. Oh my god, Han, you are perfect. Hell yeah! This is Lindsay from my car. <laughs> now what? Uh, Take two. The Great Experiment was a huge success. Okay. Oh, it was so naughty. For fuck's sake. I will end you. I was going to say, quitters never give up. (laughs) It is time to wrap this up. Why did I write it this way? This is wrong. (laughs) We're keeping it. We're starting from the top. Three, two, one, go. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, That's all they do. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Hey, Christopher. Because we're going into October. Yeah. yeah. We need our own instrument. Octoberation or something. It's still <laughs> September. <laughs> we need to create a, a faux Melfon. We can. Oh, yeah. Melfon. Oh, my God. That's scary. So this is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 20, 35, 35. Shit, wow. going back in time. As we said, it is Rocktober. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the podcast roundup. Nailed it. You get it, Ed, when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast roundup. All right, welcome to the podcast roundup. We'll start off with Janky Town episode 58. This one featured Jankster Gabor. As a Patreon subscriber, he uh, was selected for selected to sit in on the show. Omar had this question to ask of Gabor. I want to get uh, to know all of our listeners, and obviously you're probably a Kevin and Bean fan, probably a huge Kevin and Bean fan. How did the love of Kevin and Bean and, uh, you know, probably the B team and uh, now Jankytown, how did that all... I know that's going to be a long... That's like a, a, a pretty uh, hard to answer, but try, you know, the best as you can. So that reminded me of our interviews and especially all the questions I asked. Yeah, they're, they're dogging on us there. How did you start listening to Kevin and Bean? I thought for sure it was our show at first. Yeah. We're going to have to do a crossover episode with Janky Town. We, we, we will. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. We'd love to, Janky Town, if you're listening. Super Booker Christopher is going to call you guys. 
can't make it happen. All right. This episode was titled Beer Mug Had a Bad Day. And uh, yeah, Beer Mug was extra salty, extra crispy. It almost felt a little weird with Gabor sitting in, but uh, to Gabor's credit, he just rolled with it. Uh, let's uh, let's get into some Mugs clips. So the podcast was going on and Mugs was late. And so Mugs jumps in with this. So, so I'm really you know, glad before I'm you mock all these people taking it. Wait, wait. What's up? <laughs> Who's that? Who's I'm that? really glad I'm late to this podcast oh man this is uh impeccable timing by the way <laughs> yeah well you know dave talking about horse cocks and your tiny cock why do i why do i want to be here oh. does ivermectin help for sore throats because that's what i have right now i'm just going to complain uh, the whole entire podcast uh no ivermectin doesn't help with the throat but my pee pee does so let me <laughs> see see once again once again Mugs? this is just immature behavior so yeah the Beer Mug joins and basically doesn't want to be there, but rightly give him shit for it. And then uh, there's one part where the podcast was interrupted and Beer Mug flipped out. Uh, every time when I've got like a function with the kids, so oh, it's yeah. always tough. There's yeah. the phone again. God damn it. It's like I, I try to record a podcast. The phone rings. Mama Mugs is probably going to walk in in five minutes. Say, I hope so. Nate, Did you eat your dinner? <laughs> Mom, <laughs> meatloaf! <laughs> Yeah. Get the phone. All right. Well, yeah. Everybody was gonna let that call just you know that sound pass because it was really really faint in the background. But Mugs gonna let it go. The reason why Mugs was upset was basically well, they gave a few reasons, but it all started at K Rock in the morning. And Omar and Mugs they go through this explanation. You guys have to hear it because a really long segment of the show, and I couldn't bring all of it. Dave and Gabor described it best when they uh, said this. Hey Gabor, have you ever done Xanax and Adderall at the same time? Because no, but but I was, in a, I was in a comment here that uh, Omar, you're like the Viagra for this story because yeah. you really reinvigorated Muggos yeah. to finish off. Yeah, right. So. Thank you, thank you. That, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Thank you. Say, that's what it feels like right now. We got like two <laughs> entities fighting for control. So uh, so so mugs. Woo. Yeah, it, it was. It's just a really weird story, but it's got a lot of you know inside baseball on on K Rock in the morning and everything that they did. So I'm going to play a couple of clips of it to try and give you the gist of it. But before I start, you got to. You got to understand this about beer mug. What I was going to say was, sorry, I'm high. First of all, I had to get high before <laughs> yeah. this. What else is new, uh, dude? So yeah, beer mug's high. So when he starts telling the story and he starts talking about it, keep that in mind. Uh, and okay, I'm going to speed this up the, because you're taking forever. Dude. God, damn. okay, okay, okay. So so Mugs, ahead, so, so, Mugs, so Mugs starts looking for engineer. No, this engineers. is a long form podcast, by the way. We're not on the air. So, but go ahead. <laughs> Listen, um, but okay. So 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 Muggles is looking for an engineer, and the guy's name is Dave Dart. Okay, and this guy is one of these engineers. Are we calling him out? Are we calling him out? We're, we're really calling him out. I wasn't going to say his name, Omar. Why do we have to call him out? I'm not calling him out on anything because he's just doing what engineers do. He didn't do it. In my opinion, okay. he didn't do anything wrong, Muggs. I don't know why you were. Mm. Muggs was unfairly upset at Dave Dart. So Muggs gets there. He's freaking out, and he's looking for Dave Dart. And Dave Dart's one of these engineers who is in no rush by any means. He's in. A, he's got that engineer brain, right? This guy's a smart guy, right? It's not like he's dumb, but he needs to take his time. He's not like like us trying to do a live show. You know, time is of the essence for Muggs and I. So it was more like, let me, uh, I was like, uh, Dave, we got to get a show on in four stations. And I, I don't know. He's like, well, I'm sorry. I was like, sorry. What? Okay. Go, go find Michelle. Why? It'll work so, uh, yeah. so I go, okay. Yeah. I, so I'm yelling, Michelle. He's yelling on the hall. Michelle! Dude. 
just just that loudly too. It was insane. Like like yeah, yeah. literally, like I was uh, stranded on a a boat out in the middle of the ocean yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get Michelle's attention. Everybody in everybody at, in that building heard that, dude. It was crazy yeah, loud. So, yeah. So 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 I go except over Michelle. to Michelle. <laughs> so I go Michelle, over to Michelle, yeah. and, and I <laughs> so I hear I hear a faint. I hear a faint. Yeah. So the whole thing in the story is basically the engineering section was installing a new program at k-rock and beer mug flipped out and beer mug thought they were going to blame it all on him so he just started flipping out making a big scene it, it ended up where dave dart had to send an email uh, to everybody to just be there early but fucking, fucking beer mug just yelling down the hallway i can't i could just imagine that shit in k-rock i guess he was being proactive trying to blame someone else before they blamed him yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. And I think the thing was, like, nobody else even noticed it was a problem. And yeah, beer mug to beer mug, it was a mountain. And he was just yelling at everybody. He says he's just traumatized with the way the station operates. So I kind of can see that. But beer mug, just hearing him uh, react to that phone call during a podcast in his living room, it just kind (laughs) of seems like beer mug's a little unhinged on that. Well, that's kind of like beer mug's rants you know what i mean kind of like when ralph would lose it as well it's fun keeping yeah. the tradition alive how is he <laughs> moving on they call keanu reeves in the podcast and that went well yeah let's call let's call keanu up and uh wow that's amazing see if he's uh, excited about it let's cool. see all right let's see hopefully he picks up let's all go to the movies let's all go to the movies oh. that's our whole music i think uh let's go to the movies <laughs> Oh, there Get he is. Ourself a treat. <laughs> hey, you reach my shell. Please leave a message. At the tone. Hey, Muggs. Record your message. Hey, Muggs. You have finished You see in the oh, schedule yeah. where it says, hey, uh, we're yes. going to call. We're going <laughs> to. You know uh, what's funny, Omar? Hold on, Omar. You know what's funny? I, I did read this. Yeah, the problem arises because they're making a phone call and Beer Mug has horrible reception. So Gabor jumps in with a joke that is pretty funny here. It's in a bad cell area. No, for sure. Like... And he has a hard line, right? <laughs> yeah, he has a hard yeah, line. He has a hard line? A hard line. Hard oh, my God. Yeah, so... Obviously, Dave Dart's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> nice, Gabor. Nice, Gabor. They do a second take where they call Beer Mug's landline. He's calling Keanu now. He'll pick up this time. Hey, that's weird. <laughs> oh, let's let's mute that. I could have sworn I heard a phone. That's weird. That's uh, that, don't it's mind that. Matrix. Don't mind that. Don't mind that. <laughs> I just saw someone grab a phone too. <laughs> okay, come on now. Oh, here. What? <laughs> what? Oh, it's the Matrix. We're going into the Matrix. The Matrix picked up. <laughs> Oh, dude, it just sounds like a modem, though. <laughs> it really does. All right, well, let's try it again. Oh, my God. Uh, what is happening here? So, yeah, that, that that second take went well. Here's take three and four. Uh, Gabor, uh, what do you think? How, how do you think it's going so far, Gabor? Oh, smooth operation. Wait, Gabor, do we continue with this bit or just... No! Oh, oh come on! Now it's busy? What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going. All right, all right, hold on, now, now we're committed to this bit now, dude. All right, God, Muggs is so stoned. 
<laughs> he's probably talking to us right now because he's so stoned. Well, come on, Take dude. You know the payoff man. isn't going to be worth it. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Look at him. No, of Look course it's not. Oh, there he goes. Hello? <laughs> Bugs, wake up. Is Neil there? Success. Finally, <laughs> they got through. It was a long way to go for that. Someone needs to tell them they're on a podcast and you really don't have to call. You could just kind of pretend. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Moving on to a cup of tea in the chat. Allie and Bean had another bonus episode where Allie and Bean went on a date. I mean, I... I Were no. you talking about my boobs? <laughs> was know. that a, uh, a comment on my boobs? <laughs> Waiter, check, please. <laughs> check. I'm going to leave a Yelp review for this date. <laughs> it didn't go well. Well, not actually a date, but they asked each other first date questions from a list. So we're going to do a lightning round. I'm going to ask you guys all these questions. So, Edwin, yeah. which would you rather do? <laughs> dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum? I would say vacuum. Kind of easy. You just take the vacuum out, vacuum, you're done. Lindsay, who would you select to be stranded with on a desert island? Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, did Allie say Bill Hader? Yes. I like that answer. All right. <laughs> Jen, how many pillows and what kind of pillows do you sleep with? I have two pillows and they're kind of more firm pillows. All right. <laughs> Edwin, which would you choose to be made hotter, but you'd be made dumber or to be made smarter, but you'd be made uglier. Hotter and dumber every day. I want to be Brad Pitt. I don't care how dumb I am. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, favorite fast food. Ooh, I'm in and out. All right. Edwin, if you could join any previous music group which would it be and why is it devo <laughs> close i would say the go-go's in their prime back in the mm -hmm. 80s i'd be the only male member of the go-go's what could be better than that all right and then to everybody have you guys seen a black squirrel it was either yeah. chipmunk this morning it was it wasn't all black and i think maybe that's the distinction hey wait before we move on christopher what group would you choose you're a musician yeah master present who would you want to join uh duke ellington's band Nice. Oh, wow. Didn't expect that one. Nice. Yeah. That's well, way off the board. <laughs> jazz was my stuff when I was, when I was oh, playing okay. music. Nice. Okay. All right. Moving on. We need to talk about Ripper the Duck, right, Edwin? Let's play this clip from Edwin. I have a recording okay. of Ripper, and I'd like to play it for you, and I'd like you to see if you can guess what Ripper is saying. Okay. Here we go. Here's Ripper the Duck. What is it? What is it? Close. No. Well, he's no, he's no parrot, I'll tell you that. So yeah, that's Ripper the Talking Duck. Right now, before they said what he said, I had no idea. So yeah. any of you out there that, if you don't know the answer, can you tell what he's saying? Okay, good, because no. I could not get it. Mm -mm. So the next clip, they say what he's supposed to be saying. What know what he's saying? I do. <laughs> he's saying bloody fool. I'm sorry? A bloody fool. You bloody fool. You bloody fool. Yes. And then you go, you bloody fool. No. All right. Hold, Play it again. All right. Hold on. You bloody fool. Bloody fool. Okay, but why would he? You bloody fool. Why would? So he says, "You bloody fool." 
I just got a kick out of that. I don't know why. That's funny. They said he did that because uh, he's it's uh, England, right? Where the duck is from, and his caretaker owner calls him that all the time. I don't know. That was but, their yeah. That was their guess <clears throat> is that the guy went around the farm, you know, saying that, and the duck was copying him. Now I yeah. think you you got the third clip too, right? Play that one. Uh, yeah, I got the third uh, Ripper the Duck clip. Thanks for the show. Love it. Bye, you bloody fools. So that was a call I made, and Bean's got this thing now where he only takes the last second of my calls and plays them. <laughs> All right, lastly on the Cup of Tea to Chat, probably one of the greatest moments with Ali I've ever heard. This is right up there with Kevin's, which state has the most uh, Irish Americans, and it's Boston, two times in a row. This is right up there with that. This is a question I certainly did not expect to get today. Okay, can someone please explain why is it that a tear like something that comes out of your eye, and a tear, like when you are tearing paper, why is it that those two words are spelled the exact same but pronounced differently? That makes no sense, right? I'm not the only one tripping out on that. Yes, you're the only one tripping out on that because there are lots of words like that. And in the words of my friend Allie McKay, how high are you when you made that call, right? Uh, she does know that there's even a, a word for that, right? They're homonyms. No, I think I don't think that's what a homonym is. I think a homonym are words that sound the same that are spelled differently. She's talking about words that are spelled the same and sound different. Different thing. You follow me? How high am I? <laughs> I thought that they were homonyms. Google Google that real quick. Words that are spelled the same and pronounced differently. There is a word for that, but it's not a word that you use very often, so it's not on my... Uh, when words list. are spelled the same and sound the same but have different meanings, they are called homonyms. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not what we're talking about here, though. We're talking about words that are spelled the same but pronounced differently. What's that called? That's what you need to look up. Oh. <laughs> are you not tracking with this conversation at all? <laughs> no! Words spelled the same, sound different. Yes, here we go. My bad, my bad. Hold on. Okay. And they are called... And the name for that is... Words that sound the same but are different in meaning or spelling. Okay. I don't know what rabbit hole you're going down. I just asked you a simple question. All right, we'll table that for another time. We don't need to find out right now. A word that sounds the same as another word, but has a different meaning and or spelling, like flower, F-L-O-W-E-R, and flower, F-L-O-U-R. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about tear and tear, which are words that are spelled the same, but pronounced differently because they mean two different things. Allie, get it together. A word that sounds the same as another word, but is a different meaning and or spelling. That's what I'm saying. Like flower or like flower that you see on the ground. Flower, W-E-R. Oh, they're spelled. They're spelled. That's what. Oh, my God. Holy. What is happening? Am I having a stroke? You are. I am already fast forwarding to the conversation. Tell me what to type. I'm fast fast forwarding to the conversation where they say, your podcast almost was uh, made a year. What happened? And I'll say, she's an idiot. Differently, but sound same? I just looked it up. They're called homographs. That's what they're called. Words that are spelled the same, but have different. Homographs is what they're called. Homophone. (laughs) I've got homographs. 
in other words, words like homogram, I don't want your words like refuse <laughs> and, and refuse, project and project, uh, tear and tear. Those are the kind of words that we're talking about. And it says here that they're called homographs. So I'm not going to uh, accept any more questions or discussion on this topic. I'm going to consider the matter closed. Okay. Are you, are you happy to move on? I, if you would have told me exactly what to type. Yeah, it's my fault. You're right about that. Uh, the problem is, was there a neighbor in the homograph zone? Right. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Edwin has a Kimmel Piazza story. So as a kid, um, growing up in Brooklyn, I was a Mets fan. Okay. Okay. We moved to Las Vegas. Now, my dad is a Dodgers fan, has been his whole life. They were in Brooklyn. Even when they moved to L.A., he stuck with them. Moved to Las Vegas in 1978, or 77, rather. There's no Mets games on television. There's no, you get the actual scores two days box. later. In the you get box scores in the newspaper. Tough. So I start watching the Dodgers with my father and listening to Vince Scully, and I start rooting for the Dodgers. And for many years, I root for the Dodgers. And then the Dodgers let Steve Garvey go mm. to the Padres. Now, oh, I've yeah. been going to minor league games in Vegas, the Las Vegas Stars, for a couple of years now. And all these guys have gone up to play for the Padres. So I've seen these guys, um, Kevin McReynolds, who actually is in this documentary, you know, all these guys, Bip Roberts, all, all these players from the Padres. And I decided since Garvey went to the Padres, I was going to root for the Padres. And I did <laughs> until I moved back to Los Angeles as a sportscaster and I was covering the Dodgers. And I um, took a liking to a player named Mike Piazza. Perhaps you've heard of him. Why they sent him away? They sent him to, <laughs> to the, the Marlins, Mets. actually. Yeah, you're actually a Marlins fan. He angrily denounced them, <laughs> and um, and then Mike and I wound up with the Mets. Yeah, that was on the, the Bill Simmons podcast, the BS Report. So I just thought it was kind of funny. That's Jimmy's old days as the sports guy. Remember, he had a bit where he just loved Mike Piazza. Then they traded Mike Piazza, and he got very angry. So that reminded me of the old days of Jimmy the sports guy. So I thought I'd bring that in. Yeah, I, I like the way he tries to make it sound like he was a professional sportscaster. Yeah, I know. He's like, I came to L.A. to cover sports. I'm like, well, you were Jimmy the sports guy. Yeah. You know, you're eating bacon off the wall. Not exactly <laughs> hard-hitting journalism. Year-old bacon. <laughs> All right, moving on to the Ralph Report. Eddie came up with a new phrase, a day a day, so go back and listen to that. Then they were talking about sex toys catching on fire, and we find out that Eddie is confused about what vibrators are used for. Leave it in by the nightstand if you want to keep it freshly charged. Right. And then you remove it, you use it, and then you uh, put it back into the charging also station. Also, the deterrent for uh, home robberies. I don't understand that If someone's all. breaking in, you grab the vibrator. someone's coming in with a vibrator in the middle of the night, you're leaving that house. <laughs> no, I'm not. If you're a robber, I'm you're pouring leaving. myself a drink you're and I'm staying. I'm like, is this an invitation to a party? You come at me with a vibrator, it's getting used. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm telling you. I could have never been less threatened in my life. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yes, don't threaten me with a good time. Well, in California, there's a seven-day waiting period to buy a vibrator, so. <laughs> good. But the story that crossed over between most of the podcast was the school board meeting that went completely off the rails thanks to one Texas mom. It is a pretty spectacular story. I'm going to let Ralph describe the story and give his take because I like his take the best. This week, our Citizen of the Week is Cara Bell. Cara Bell is a mom mm -hmm. in Texas who showed up at her local school board meeting. 
And you got to love the folks who show up at the school yeah, board meetings. Yeah, it's always gold. <laughs> it's it's always gold. Magical. So Kara Bell gets up to the podium, and everyone was supposed to be talking about COVID. Mm-hmm. But she decided to zig while every else, everyone else was zagging. That's smart. She's going to stand out. Smart. Taking her opportunity to complain about a book she found out is in uh, middle school where her Uh-oh. kids go. Uh-oh. Apparently in the library. The book is called Out of Darkness and is a very highly regarded young adult novel based on a true event in Texas Mm -hmm. that is about, it's an historical fiction about a relationship between a teenage Mexican-American girl and a teenage African-American boy in the 1930s in New London, Texas. Okay. Leading right up to the 1937 New London school explosion, which was a horrible event there in Texas. So very well-regarded book, but it, apparently it is quite frank, and it talks in terms, the characters talk in terms the way teenagers do in that book. Okay. And so Carabelle got her hand on the book. Uh-oh. And she read some of it. Oh, no. And she was none too pleased about what she found, Eddie. <laughs> so I'm going to let her pick it up from here. Here's Carabelle reading from the book, again, Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez, unhappy with what she found inside on many levels. For the boys, pussy or the idea of pussy or the idea of idea of pussy, a Mexican is a Mexican is a Mexican. Take her out back, we boys figured, then hand on the titties. Put it in her coin box, put it in her cornhole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calico. You can find that on page 39 of the book called Out of Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. All right. Not going to lie, I had to Google cornhole because I have the game in the back of my yard. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the United States as verb form to cornhole, which came into usage in the 1930s, means to have anal sex. I do not want my children to learn about anal sex. In middle school. I've never had anal sex. I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids having anal sex. I want you to start focusing on education and not public health. Wow. (laughs) Wow. She told everyone in that room more about her feelings about anal sex than (laughs) she probably probably told her husband. (laughs) Yeah, basically she went off. And, And that's the, I guess, the serious side about the book and why the book was there. Here's uh, Kevin and Sluggo talking about it. I've never had sex. Don't I care. Don't no, whoa, sex. whoa, TMI. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> my kids having. Or... What is happening? I, no one's asking if you had it or no, want it. a fair statement. If I knew school board meetings were that great, I would attend all of them. <laughs> and then Bean and Ali tell us a little bit more about the Texas mom. Guess who this lady is? Her name is Kara Bell in Austin, Texas. And you and I have okay. spoken about her before, Ali. She was the lady who went into Nordstrom Rack that time and started tearing down all of the masks in the store (gasps) and screaming about it and saying that she was a child of God and she didn't have to comply (gasps) with the rules and on and on and on. She didn't have to listen to the police officers when they arrived. She was ultimately arrested for assaulting one of the employees. This was the lady who had her 15 minutes of fame earlier this year, throwing a huge wow. tantrum over masks. And now that she's going to wish she was known as the mask lady instead of the woman who's never had anal sex lady, I think. Right? You know what she needs? 
<laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. right? Yes, Some I do. butt stuff. Just calm her down a little bit, right? Take it right up the poop shoe. You're going to be fine. <laughs> That's being an Ellie's take. Um, and, uh, yeah, so yeah. there's two things for this story. Uh, one, she does love butt stuff. And uh, two, all the kids that didn't know what cornhole meant now know what cornhole means. Anyhow, <laughs> the week that was. Press the button. And win. Send me back into time. <laughs> One, two, okay, we got the week that was. This is September 20 to 24. I'm just going to go right into this opening. As a good friend of mine says, it needs no introduction. And now, next, the FBI in color. The FBI! No! Our feature presentation. <laughs> oh, Nopey, come on. Why does Nopey have to rain on all my parades? <laughs> Yeah, that had it all. I sent in that clip, the FBI, and the Nopi clip, and the other one was Ed Wynn. So that it's like that opening was made for me. Ralph was reading off the top 10 movies of the weekend. This was the Monday show. Takers, The American, Inception, The Other Guys, and Machete. Rounding out your top 10 at the box office. Machete. Machete. <laughs> I just like that one. That's another one of my clips. It was nonsensical. It was just goofy, and Bean saw fit to play it, so... I like how it contrasts with uh, the deep voice machete. What was that guy's name? Um, Danny Trejo. That's right. So a little bit different reading, that character that the other guy was doing. Now, the big news that week was Sharktopus was premiering. Actually, today is like the 11th anniversary of it. So Ralph was talking a little bit about that. Uh, really so to celebrate to. and to kick off Sharktopus week, I will. Uh, I would like to give away right now five highly collectible... Very sought after, damn you, Sharktopus collectible pins that were being oh, uh, handed out at, at Comic Con. Nothing this year. hotter at Comic Con. Seriously, nothing, nothing hotter. hotter. Nothing you can't hotter. buy those. You can't buy them. You can't find right. them. They're all gone. So I, I've forgotten about that. There were damn you, Sharktopus pins that they were giving away at Comic Con. Boy, oh, what I wouldn't be... give to get a hold of one of those now. Yeah, those got to be a big collector's item. And we got to go on eBay. Maybe we can give those away as a prize for people. Yeah, I, yeah, I want so... that prize. That week, they had Roger Corman on to talk to Ralph again. Remember, he came on when they first pitched the idea of Ralph being on. So next yeah. week, they're going to talk about it more because it was the premiere. If you're in a bar bed, it was September 25th, 2010, that Sharktopus premiered. Now, they were giving away tickets for Epicenter 2010, which was a really cool festival. And one of the games they played was uh, Celebrity Voices. Name the celebrity imp impression. And listen to Bean. He actually does his Hulk Hogan. He doesn't try to wimp out on it. And he does a good job, I think. Hulk Hogan, the Hulkster. The Hulkster. Oh, oh, the Hulkster. Right. The Hulkster. Hey, brother, how you guys doing? <laughs> doing well, doing Hulkster. Great. You gonna read, a, uh, read some lyrics for our caller? I'm the Hulkster. Listen up. Okay. <laughs> Late night, come home. Work sucks. I know. She left me roses by the stairs. Surprises. Let me know she cares, brother. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. It's All the Small Things by Blink-182. Tickets to both days. You're going to have a great time at Epicenter 2010. Thanks for playing the Wheel of Celebrities. So Bean sold out on that one. He really gave us all. Yeah, that, that sounded like Hulk Hogan. If you had told me that that was Bean, I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, he did a good job. He, he can tell <laughs> when he wants to. So I was just curious. Jen, can you do a Hulk Hogan? This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> LP, will you play our reindeer games here? <clears throat> this is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> well, let's go for the trifecta, Christopher. 
This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. You that all good. All right, Eddie, you're a shark to push button if I ever can ever find some. <laughs> <laughs> now, I love this next clip. What happened was at the time Eddie Vedder had just gotten married. Ralph was doing a story in the showbiz beat and at his table was it was Eddie Vedder, Sean Penn and uh, Jack Johnson. And they're like, wow, that must have been like the most boring table ever. You know, those are all low energy guys. So the next day they decided to make a, a skit out of it. Mr. Vetter, congratulations. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing all right. How are you? We're fine. If you could speak up just a little bit, Eddie. We're having some trouble making it out. Sure, man. Um, okay. Good morning. Yeah, hi. How are you guys? What, are, you at, are you at a train station? Where are you? What's going on, Eddie? No, we're still partying hard, man. <laughs> for my, uh, my uh, reception, you know? The, from the from the, the reception this past weekend, you guys are still partying. Oh yeah, or it's it's crazy this uh, party. We're really celebrating because I'm so excited about my marriage. You sound and, thrilled. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know how it goes, man. Right, but what I'm saying is, I I picture you doing a lot of things. Partying is not one of them. You're not a lampshade on the head kind of guy, Eddie. No, uh, you wouldn't believe how hard I'm partying here with all my friends. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? What am I doing? Exactly. Oh, you know, just thinking about how many children are dying for the use of blood diamonds in the Congo. What are okay. you doing? <laughs> are you aware of the fact that the earth is probably going to be rendered useless very soon because of human abuse, widespread pollution? Do okay. you have running water? Do you have running water where yes. you are? Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of children all over Africa who don't. All right. That's Eddie, true. I'm not saying these aren't all important items, that the things you have to think about, but isn't there a time to set them aside and just go, hey, it's my wedding reception, I'm just going to enjoy it? Yeah, that's a good point, man. That's why I'm here with my good buddies, and we're just really, we're really you know, just blowing the roof off this place. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Who's, who's still there if the reception was this weekend? I can't imagine there are many people left. It's packed in here. <laughs> it sounds like it. Jack, Jack Johnson's here. Good buddy of mine. Yeah, I had the wedding that. here in Hawaii, so, you know, you should stop by. And, uh, okay. You want to talk to Jack Johnson? So he's still there. Oh, he's the, yeah, we'll talk to him. Absolutely, we will. Sure. Hey, Jack. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Jack Johnson, Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, great to talk to you guys again. <laughs> it sounds like you're not exactly tearing the roof off the sucker either. No, man, we're partying. And, uh, okay. I'm really. You know, I was rocking out for the crowd here. You don't rock. Time. You don't. You don't rock I, out. I do rock out. Hit you it, don't hit rock. It. Okay. But that's about that's about yeah. as rocking out as you get, though. That's <laughs> really, not a that's oh, man, that's not a party people. that goes. But that's not a party that stays on for four days. People are going crazy when I play that. <laughs> hey, hey, John, Johnson, turn it down, man. This is a public place. For, sorry, sorry, someone's man. gonna call the cops. <laughs> I didn't mean to get out of control. Someone's gonna call the cops. All right, I apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll take it down a notch, bro. This this does sound like the worst party ever. Why don't you guys just go home and go to sleep where you'd clearly rather be? Worst party ever, man. You know who else is here? Who? No, who? How about an A-lister, Sean Penn, man? Oh, Academy yeah, Award winning actor, Sean Penn. He's a big name, but yeah. not a party. Smart guy, friend of mine. You want you guys want to talk Sean Penn? Uh, yeah, you know we do. Of course we do, yeah. He sees Absolutely. The, the roof is on fire here, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, Sean Penn. <laughs> what? Mr. Penn, yeah. Kevin Bean Show here, sir. How are uh, you? I'm better than they are in, the, in Haiti. So are you. <laughs> okay. So, okay, but, yes. but this, again, this isn't about uh, solving the troubles of the world. This is just about letting loose and enjoying your friend and, and their marriage. I am. I am doing that. What are you doing? 
Well, I just uh, we were just congratulating Eddie. That's all we were trying to do. All right. What, what do you, take what five do you... minutes and think about people who don't have it as good as you do. Okay? <laughs> okay, but what do you do for four days at a wedding reception? Party. Did you ever think about going comedy with it and doing it at Espicoli? <laughs> Man. <laughs> do you want to apologize to my friend Sean Penn for that? I, more I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I wasn't, he was trying I was to just... talk to you about Haiti. You know, I but, know. Oh my, hey, you guys want to talk to someone else, man? Who else is there? New England's Patriots head coach Bill Belichick is fucking. <laughs> what are the chances? Was he invited? He was, man. A big Patriots fan. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Belichick. Well, Mr. Belichick, Kevin Demean show here. Yeah. Did you just get there? You've been here the the whole time since the wedding. Whole time. Wow, it's re- really going off. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Good party, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what what kinds of things are are happening? Cake. Yeah. 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 Da- mm. da- dancing. Yeah. Music. Sure. A lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. Did you bring a date, Bill? Mm, nope. You didn't. Open to get you... lucky at the wedding. Hold on, hold on, man. With the time change, Mr. Belichick, you've got to turn it down a little bit. They may not be ready for that type of energy back in Los Angeles. Hey, oh, oh my God. Wait. What? Harrison Ford's here. Oh, God. <laughs> Harrison, you want to say you want to say hello to your friends Kevin and Bean Man? Hi, Harrison Ford. How are you? I'm great. I'm to party. I'm sorry. You're, I I missed that last part. Say it again, please. It's great to be here, friend. You have a great time at the party. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you're you're a newlywed as, as well. You and Callista got married earlier this year as well, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, I, I'm having, it's noisy where you are, Harrison. I can't quite make out what you're saying. <laughs> and you're doing the Macarena on the dance floor? Yeah. And you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just guessing. I'm oh, just right. what, what, did was, I, what did I tell you, man? The party won't stop. The penny guess, drop when Eddie Vedder throws a party, man. I guess we were wrong. Thanks for shedding some light on that for us, Ed. Yeah, man. So I just love how that came out of nowhere from a story, and they made a skit about it the very next day. That, that's Kevin and Bean at their best. <laughs> I, I love how they uh, asked Sean Penn about uh, doing it as Spicoli. <laughs> I, I know that was a great callback. <laughs> okay, this was fascinating. Like I said, one of the reasons I like to listen to all shows is just something comes up out of nothing. So one day Mike comes in and he's actually in a good mood for a change. Let's find out why. I get nervous when Psycho Mike seems in a good mood. What's going on today, Lisa? I know, Mike. What? He seems very happy. Is there a new lady in his life? No. It's all fake. Uh, I'm not really that happy. But, but you don't normally fake it. I mean, I come in, I say, how are you? And you go, fine. And today you're like, I'm, I'm excellent. Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you. Uh, well, there was Did a you get super- some sleep? No, actually, <laughs> no. I got very little. Maybe I'm just goofy from lack of sleep, that but happens. there was a super hot chick on Loveline last night, if that helped. That could have been it. Bianca it? Kylik from the show Rules of Engagement, and uh, she is really attractive. <laughs> <laughs> She's really attractive, and uh, it didn't bother me any that she seemed to hate me, but oh well. What are you going to do? Well, So she's smart, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's just good taste. So how about that? So I thought that was pretty cool. So... Apparently, Mike did not make a good first impression, but it end up, ended up okay for him. They're still together to this day. That sounds like so. he's trolling, and they've already started dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about them last week. They're still together. They're moving to Texas. So, 
So good for you, Mike. By the way, that's kind of an underrated uh, show, Rules of Engagement, that she was on. I urge people to look it up. Okay, this came up again. What do we always say or what do I always say? Who's Bean's favorite comedian? Bean. So let's see how Bean cracks himself up this time. I have the real. Oh, <laughs> sweet the, Jesus in the heaven. Real. We're talking about Bruno Mars just here. A lot of people maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people maybe haven't heard it, but here's what that sounds like. Uh-huh. You don't even hear the pug singing on that one. It's not even <laughs> worth doing. He doesn't care. It's the dog singing Batman. No, it isn't, because you don't hear the dog singing. That's Ever. what we've always told you on that, that stupid piece of tape you continue to play. See, that's, that's funnier. Because that's a dog actually singing Batman. But you don't hear it with the other one. Back to you, Ralph. <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> I love that clip. So does Bean. Any chance he gets. And he, he loves to laugh at that one. So I'm going to keep an ear open for that. I'm sure he's going to keep doing that. <laughs> it, it does crack me up at the end how you can't even hear it through yeah. the music. But, but Bean still laughs. So good job, Bean. So anyway, that's the week that was September 20 to 24. Back to you, Steve. What? Uh, we're going into we're going into the uh, the flashback that needs no introduction with Jen. Take it away, Jen. All right. The hate has been there for a very long time. And the mother effer who is responsible for... uh, Huh? What? You know how much I hate the Garfield, right? Yes. Worst comic strip in the history of mankind. The guy who's right up there. This this bastard. I hope this is his last birthday. That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) Tom Wilson, who's created Ziggy. 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 Freaking Ziggy. Ooh, oh, I'm at the complaint department. F that cartoon. <laughs> Worst. Ziggy. Ziggy. That's all I need to tell you. Just Ziggy. Ziggy. Not Tom said. Wilson is 77 years old today. I hate Ziggy. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. So this has been going on for a long time. Long time. Yeah, very much so. Ziggy's and, been unfunny since the 70s. Right? And then so I looked at today's Ziggy cartoon and there's a picture of like two bird feeder things that you can put money in for bird food for the birds. And there's a little bird up top and the little sign says feed the birds. And one of the bird food is 10 cents and one is deluxe bird food that's 50 cents. And Ziggy's putting it in the 10 cent one. And so the bird at top, it just says cheap out of the 50 cent. It's, uh, Ralph has been right all these years. <laughs> all right, next. Um, uh, cheap. <laughs> Ralph is coming in here to save this show, though. I think this show right. uh, faltered wow. a little faltered a little bit out of the gate, but now he's going to come along and he's just going to give it that injection it needs. No pressure. No pressure there. Yeah, really. All right. Time for Ralph to save the show. Here we go. Like one of those pitchers they bring in, right? Isn't that what happens in baseball? Yes. Bring a yes. pitcher to save the, bring a clo- the game. A closer. Yeah. A closer. Yeah. yeah. We're bringing you in, though, with the bases loaded and no outs. Great. So, thanks. Good luck. i got to throw the heat. And <laughs> Manny right, Ramirez man. is at the plate. <laughs> Before good we luck. get started. Yes. Can, I, can I just get this off my chest? I wasn't even going to sure. bring it up, but um, here's the thing about me. I got a, kind of a pet peeve that no. every, every year at Christmas. Yeah, I know it's hard for me to complain <laughs> about something, but 
Every year at Christmas, I get inundated with cards from people who insist on sending me uh, pictures of their kids right. for Christmas. Right. And it comes in a, in a little photograph uh, Christmas card. And I'm like, okay, you look, your kids are cute, I guess. They're your kids. I'm sure you adore them, whatever. For me, not so much of a thrill to get pictures of your kids at Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Just seems to me to be, I don't know, it just it bugs because somehow they're trying to tell me that that's as important to me as it is to them. And, like, I know it's your family and Christmas time and blah, 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 you know, whatever. But I get them, and I suck it up, and I suck it up, and that's Christmas. Fine. You know it's August, right? I do know it's August. Okay. That's why I was surprised yesterday <laughs> when I got in the mail the Kevin Ryder Here Are My Kids Happy Summer card. <gasps> no. <laughs> Happy Summer with Wait. photos of Kevin's kids playing in the pool. <laughs> you got to be effing kidding me. Now I got to suck it up in the summertime? I forgot not, to take you off the list. Not even for a holiday? <laughs> it's not even a holiday. It's a happy summer card. Now look more at my kids. I think my wife got What's tired. What's wrong with you? I think my wife got tired of sending them out at Christmas time, so she's so decided to do it in the summer. So now I got to deal with it at the summertime. <laughs> right, hang on. Let me make a note. Send extra cards. The only <laughs> respite is the rest of the year, especially summer Ralph. where you don't have to put up with that. And extra card to Ralph. Happy okay. summer. Now look more at my kids. Happy summer isn't even a thing, by the way. It's not no. even like it's not even like hanging on Happy Labor Day or even Hallmark doesn't have cards for that. There's That's no true. such thing as Happy Summer. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, you know it's not me. You know it's my wife. But she don't you have any say what goes on in that household at all? Well, most people aren't Stop as it. most people aren't Stop as annoyed by uh, that as you are, or they don't say that they're as annoyed as I do. It's possible. They're not as vocal. Well, no about, one's as about vocal, let's be honest. Happy summer here, my kid's card. Happy Ralph could happy be speaking summer. for the silent majority. That's true. I could be. Send one to Ralph each month. And by the way, I don't think my parents have my new address yet. Somehow, <laughs> Kevin's family got the new address and the happy summer card showed up bright and early That's on my doorstep. Funny. You're, wa- you're welcome. Happy summer sounds like a bad translation of a clothing company from Chinese. Like the Chinese kids will wear like happy summer fun club. I wear happy summer jeans. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was. It was so you're uh, excited? It was uh, the highlight of my day. That's what I thought. Yeah. Hey, uh, they've got the Halloween card in production right now. You'll be getting that one soon. Look, she's a witch. My daughter's cute. See, now you know that I'm going to have to do that. Though. And every just time you. you do, just we you. will talk All about right. it. Because <laughs> it's just gotta be stopped see what's august oh you just got that one today yesterday doesn't matter doesn't doesn't matter what anything is apparently i can just get a card from your family for any reason happy september happy living (laughs) happy oxygen happy earth is spinning day (laughs) madness must be stopped I love it. Did we ever play the Ralphs uh, when he is ranting about the, the Christmas cards and stuff? No, no, I don't think so. We'll bring that one in coming up here shortly for the holidays. That's a funny one. The, yeah. the funny thing is, is that the guy that <clears throat> that celebrates half Christmas and two-thirds Christmas doesn't believe that there's a happy summer. Yeah, good point. Also, <laughs> Evan's happy summer decar was way late. That was August already. That should have came in June. Maybe, yeah. Forward it. <laughs> Last one, guys. This one's a long one. Ralph has joined us in the That's studio, and I saw the steam coming out of his ears before I actually saw Ralph's head enter the room. What's <laughs> going on, Ralph? What's the problem here, dude? Just BS. Just just garbage. We haven't done a Ralph's rant in quite some time, and I think it's time today to assault you with that. Have you been calmer? One man. One quest. He doesn't sleep until corruption and deceit is brought to the forefront. 
His crusade is to make right on all that is wrong in the world. A fighter for injustice, he will avenge us all. His name, Ralph Garman, and this is Ralph's Rants. They're not uh, closing down another strip club, are they, Ralph? <laughs> no, thank God it's not that bad, but it's almost as bad. I spent the weekend in Las Vegas this past weekend, and um, wow, wow. Here's I love the thing. Vegas. No, Vegas is the greatest city in the world, but the, the, who they're letting in these days is really starting to ruin it. That's, that's the problem. There really should be some sort of rule where if you have a belt buckle larger than your fist, you can't get in. Yeah. yeah if you drive an RV, you have to park at State Line and just party there. You can't bring an RV into the city limits. Problems with country music? Well, as always, you know, that's not new. That's not what this rant is about. But uh, there's a tangential problem that I have to address. The right. thing is, there was a lot of country music fans in Vegas this weekend because Toby Keith was in concert. Oh, yeah. And you know he wants to stick his American boot up their foreign ass. I hear that's, that's true. That's, yeah, I understand that. And he's got a new song called, "Let's." Uh, it's Payday, Let's... Let's, uh, I don't know, let's get drink. drunk and be somebody. Let's get drunk and be somebody. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, all of his fans take to heart. Uh, Wait, it's payday Friday, I think. It is. Let's get drunk and be somebody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the Vegas was just infested with, uh, with jackholes, with mullets and mm-hmm. bad teeth and uh, wispy mustaches. You know, you ever see that? The country Fs who can't quite grow a mustache. It was yes. just sort of got like a, that 13, 14-year-old boy mustache on a 30-year-old man. Yes. Just like a jackhole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got the uh, most. I swear, I, I F you not. There was a guy in the casino wearing a Hawaiian shirt, mm-hmm. tucked into his jeans with the belt buckled bigger than his head, but the sleeves of the Hawaiian shirt had been ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> and he was rocking a mullet, carrying a course. Just a quintessential poster boy for effing... Southern country mother effers. Wow, that's a look. There is a that lot is of a people who really, really want to pull off the fact that they're a cowboy. A yes. lot of people that aren't. Kevin, God bless you it for leading out. me to, to my next point. Apparently, all these country fans also love these rock songs where rock stars pretend to be cowboys, where they try to draw some connection between themselves and the cowboys of the Old West. Because everywhere I turned, every jackal who had a, 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 a transistor radio or a portable radio or in the, in the rooms, in the hallways, you hear it blasting out. I kept hearing songs over and over again, these goddamn rock songs where these people try to pretend that they're cowboys. And here's the breaking news, rock stars. You're not effing cowboys. You couldn't be further away from cowboys from the Old West. God damn it. Stop this! There's an uh, there's been a trend for thirty years of rock stars having to write their their cowboy song. Oh, look at me! I'm just like a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, they're not been. a cowboy. <laughs> it started. You know when it started about thirty years ago with this band called Bad Company. Right. Bad Company. Oh, yeah. Was a bunch of limey. Uh, thin, pasty, limey, bad teeth having, long hair having rock guys come out of bands like Mott the Hoople and King Crimson and, and Free. And they had made this super group and they called it Bad Company because they loved the movie Bad Company so much, which was actually about the Old West. <laughs> and so their single Bad Company from the band Bad Company from the album Bad Company <laughs> featured these lyrics. Now listen, listen to this song and I'll tell you what's wrong with it. Six Claim to fame. It isn't. Oh, it just gives an excuse for these mullets just to bob their heads and pump their fists in the air. Yeah, bad company. Shut up. 
These are skinny, effeminate British dudes who, if they fired a six-gun, their arm would blow clean off their bodies with a recoil. They're not cowboys? They're not cowboys. Wow. They're oh, not I thought they American. actually. I thought they lived in the Wild West. They don't live in the Wild West. I see. They haven't dropped the sword and picked up the gun. They don't ride a horse. They're not bad company. <laughs> yeah, Except that's true. maybe at a dinner party. They might be bad company. <laughs> And then you got this freaking guy from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, besides the horrible <laughs> lyrics of Cowboy by Kid Rock, and no one is further from being a cowboy. If Kid Rock ever met a genuine cowboy, true. a real cowboy is a guy who works with, I don't know, cows and horses on a ranch and has... has, has Hands that are tougher than steel from putting in posts all day and from carrying ropes and doing work. He's not a long, stringy-haired guy who wears a funky fedora, <laughs> goes on the Larry King show, and then sleeps on his tour bus. Go F yourself. You're not a cowboy. Stop singing about it. But the worst, the worst... Oh, the the perpetrator. The, the 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 if there was a wanted poster, if he was a yeah. cowboy and there was a wanted poster up for this villain, for this guy who has instigated more of this crap than anybody else, it's goddamn John Bon Jovi. Yeah. With this freaking oh, song. Yeah. Sing it. gives an excuse for all these guys who have torn the sleeves off their flannel shirts and just <laughs> swilling cores. Just, yeah, yeah, I'm a cowboy too. No, you're not. You're <laughs> white you trash from Florida. <laughs> That's all you are. And John Bajovi's from Metuchen, New Jersey. <laughs> he's he's riding a steel horse though, Ralph. See, don't you get it? My motorcycle's just like a horse. No, it's not. <laughs> Nothing's ever been further from a horse than a motorcycle. He's a cowboy. He says it in the song. Oh, I carry a loaded six string on my back. See, I take six strings like six guns like a six shooter god damn you john joe god damn you right to hell you know i've heard it, all these songs all throughout the last 30 years and it never i mean i don't like any of them but that last one was a huge hit and there's just there's some reason they can't resist because they're they're on the road traveling in a tour bus that's air conditioned and they got they're banging groupies and they're making millions of dollars per concert they can't help but somehow draw the connection to the fact wow i'm just like a cowboy i don't see where the compulsion comes from where do they have to say yes oh Look at my lifestyle is just like that from the old west. <laughs> Where in how the, do they see that? It, in Bon Jovi's defense, though, Ralph, if if you'll permit me, we might not have a foreign policy in this country if it weren't for wanted, dead, or alive. I mean, that's Texas boy George Bush's policy right there. He heard that song and said, "That's how I'm going to roll." He's more of a cowboy because he works on his ranch. He does. He wears boots. While. Exactly. It has horses, right? Then Bon Jovi is. You're more of a cowboy than Bon Jovi is, Kevin. With your board shorts and your striped shirts and your platinum hair, you are more like an Old West cowboy than John Bon Jovi. Yeah, he's no, he doesn't strike you as cowboy-ish. I don't remember uh, Jesse James ever buying part ownership in an arena football team. <laughs> True. I don't remember bon Wyatt, Jovi did. Wyatt Earp ever going on stage in Madison Square Garden and playing a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, it's says, when he's on stage, he plays for keeps because he might not make it back. <laughs> Are rock stars really being shot down on stage all over America? Where's the danger for you, Bon Jovi? It sounds like you're saying 
stop it. Stop That's the it. message I'm getting. Stop is stop it. it. If, if you want to sing a song about another lifestyle that somehow you're comparing to being a rock star, why don't you make it being, I don't know, a CEO of a major corporation or something? <laughs> I'm a CEO. <laughs> I got a real life, easy life. <laughs> I sit in a big chair and I write some checks. <laughs> that should be what you're singing about. Goddamn, goddamn it, stop it. So he's not a cowboy? Well, a little bit easy. Love it. Hey, to Mad Ralph. So good. Uh, so, well, and it was as he's talking about this, I'm like, that's kind of like my family. <laughs> the big <laughs> buckles and they get the glittery um, shirts and thing. I mean, it's over the top. I, I want to know if he said hi to Edwin when he saw him in Vegas with the sleeveless Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Edwin is sporting a Hawaiian shirt right now, which is kind of funny. <laughs> the Twin Peaks background. <laughs> I'm loving sleeves. it. Me and Will oh. are still rocking that look. Uh, Ralph is bringing it back too. Well, I don't think, in my personal opinion, I don't think Hawaiian shirts ever really go out of style. Um, I think the classic blue and white one that uh, Hawkeye would wear on Mash, those types and stuff. Some of them get really ugly. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm thinking more Tom Selleck. Look at the stash. Yeah, Tom um, Selleck. The Tommy Bahama shirts. Are those technically Hawaiian shirts, or are those different? Are we getting know. technical now? I don't know. <laughs> This has been another stellar episode of Quitters Never Give Up. See ya! Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.